All right, guys, thank you and welcome back. I'm so happy to see you back. And we are talking about hair loss. So hair loss, hypo, and Hashimoto's. And my question is, are you still losing your hair? So this is a huge struggle, a huge struggle for all, for all of you. And I know we've talked about this before and we are going to review some of the things that you need to look at with your hypo and your Hashi. And then we're going to go over other factors that you have to consider as well as treatments that you might want to try. Some of them unconventional, but I'm going to tell you that they absolutely work. Are you sick of hearing me talk about Young Goose yet? Well, that's too bad because I love them and I have been using them now for years, probably about two or three years. And I can honestly say that my skin looks great. So I go to my plastic surgeon's office to get a little bit of Botox, right? And he says, what are you doing for your skin? Because your skin looks great and I'm 50. It's going to be Young Goose. You know, I've never had the ability to do those ablative lasers that are supposed to refresh and renew your skin. I just can't do it. I break out. So I love a good product line that is actually going to do something with my skin and help me not age. So whether we're talking about eye cream, finding that perfect eye cream, whether you're finding that perfect collagen boosting cream that smooths out wrinkles, Young Goose has it all. I use pretty much everything in their line, but my favorites are going to be the Care Moisturizer. This has NAD and NAD boosting powers to it which obviously helps your skin. We love NAD for anti-aging. I use the hyperbaric mask at night. I put that on. Oh my gosh, it just renews and replenishes and hydrates my skin. I use the ProCare Serum. This is an anti-aging serum. It's senolytic, meaning it's going to seek out and destroy the bad cells and promote new cell growth. I use the adaptogenic cleanser. I use the amplifying essence, which really kind of boosts up your skincare. Overall, Bio-C Peptide Spray as a toner. Their entire line is fantastic. If you even start with two to three products, you will notice a difference in your skin. So you're going to go to younggoose.com and you're going to use the code Dr. Amy. This is going to save you 5% off. Now, is it a ginormous savings? No, but their line is so precise and so grounded in science. This is what they can offer. And, you know, I love the owners too. I think buying from, from a family-owned company is so important. And if you met the owners, you would fall in love and want to use their products every single day because you know that their heart and soul is literally behind this line. So younggoose.com, use the code Dr. Amy. You will notice a difference in your skin. Have you ever heard of the baobab fruit? really interesting. And it is such an affordable way to increase your antioxidants because this thing is a multi-talented, multivitamin, multi-mineral, one-of-a-kind supplement in powder form that you throw into your shakes. Oh my God. It just pretty much becomes a no-brainer. So this particular Baobab Boost from Trim Healthy Mama, my two favorite ladies on the planet, they introduced me to this amazing antioxidant and I fell in love. I put it in all the time. Every single shake that I have, I put the Baobab powder in. 
It's citrus and sherbet tasting dried flesh, has five times the fiber of oats and a higher antioxidant level than any food on the planet. That's eight times that of the superberry acai and more than blueberries and pomegranates combined. So quit eating all the sugar and just use organic baobab fruit pulp. It's that easy because Trim Healthy Mama, they put that into a nice powder. Like I said, I just scoop it right out, throw it into my shake. Oh my gosh, it reduces inflammation and helps with weight loss. And the other really interesting thing about it is it's kind of working as an appetite suppressant. Now I know it's not touted for that, but when you put it in your shake, especially first thing in the morning, throw that into a nice protein shake, you'll notice that your appetite is definitely curbed. So now I'm thinking of this perfect stack to replace or or supplement those GLPs out there on the market. What if we did Baobab and Metabolism Fixer together? That would be crazy at controlling your appetite. And with the Baobab, you're getting all those antioxidants. It's, it's amazing. And this powder is so affordable. It is so affordable. So you're going to go to store.trimhealthymama.com and look up Baobab. It's B-A-O-B-A-B, Baobab Boost Powder. Uh, these ladies have just gone all out with their entire line, but this is one of my favorites because I started using it. And I have to say that I noticed the appetite suppression difference. And then when I dove down the rabbit hole of what else is in it, the antioxidant content, the multi-mineral content, it just becomes a no-brainer. So store.trimhealthymama.com, look for Baobab powder. Enjoy. First, foremost, always start with the thyroid. Is your thyroid optimized? And here's the thing. The thyroid is the master gland. Many of you have heard this before. I get it. I know. But let's go over from the top. Thyroid is the master gland. So at the top of the food chain, you have to fix that first. If you don't, the trickle-down effect will mean nothing because you're going to be fixing all these downstream issues and not fixing the root cause of the problem. And therein is the functional medicine piece, right? Therein is why we do functional medicine, why I specialize in the thyroid is to get to that root cause. So when you come to me as a new patient and you say, listen, I am losing my hair. I am tired. I am gaining weight. I can't lose weight. Let's find what the real cause is instead of putting a bunch of Band-Aids on the situation. Now, the Band-Aids for hair loss might be minoxidil. Am I saying that right? Right? The one that's a Rogaine, the one that's been out forever. Uh, many of you are trying biotin, which has been proven not to work. We'll go over that as well when we, when we talk supplements. So there's a lot of Band-Aids for your hair but what we really need to do is get to that root cause. So let's start with the thyroid. Are your thyroid numbers optimal? Are you optimal? Are you on the right dose and are you on the right medication for you? So when we look at the thyroid, we look at, let's review, TSH, free T4, free T3, reverse T3, and those thyroid antibodies. We want those antibodies to be as close to zero as possible. Now, if the antibodies fluctuate a little bit, other factors can be in play, and it doesn't mean you need to panic. That's normal for the antibodies to fluctuate, but we really want that TSH to be below a two, 
The free T4 needs to be around 1.5 or above unless you are on T3 only. I know I'm throwing in some different variables here, but bear with me. Reverse T3, we definitely want below a 12. Sometimes we'll accept like a 14, 15, as long as your free T3 is optimal. Free T3 has to be 3.5 or above. So I'll give you an example. I just had a patient send me her blood work. Her free T3 was 3.1. Her reverse T3 was 14. She is still suffering with symptoms, including hair loss. And I look at that and I say, just like I would look at you as a real person, I say, listen, you're still dealing with symptoms. So obviously there's still something that we need to address. We need to treat. We need to get that free T3 number up. We need to push that to 3.5 or above 3.5. We need to get that number up. So that's going to be our main focus with you while we are treating the downstream other reasons why your hair might be off. So start with the thyroid. Let's get you optimized. Let's look at the medication that you're on. Sometimes it's the thyroid medication. There are people out there that don't do very well on Synthroid. So the nurse practitioner that works with me now, she's amazing, amazing. I know she's listening to this. Believe me, we are so much alike. We're like soul sisters. It's becoming funny the more we talk and learn about each other. But she opened up my eyes and we're trying this on one of our patients that it could literally be the Synthroid causing this patient's hair loss because we've been working with her for a while. We have her on T4 and T3, a nice hearty dose of T3. This woman is a hairdresser. We have her on the whole body collagen that we'll be talking about. And all of her thyroid numbers are optimal. And actually, she's lost weight. The other symptoms ha have gone down. But her biggest frustration, and I know many of you can feel me out there, her biggest frustration is the hair. She's getting so depressed because she's pulling her hair out in clumps. Like just when she brushes her hair, she's just taking too much out. She's seeing it in the sink and it's really becoming depressing. And she's a hairdresser. So she knows the hair growth cycle and she knows what should be happening. In the beginning, we thought, well, you know what? We added that T3 in. Maybe that's just doing what T3 does and kicking up the full body's metabolism. So when your metabolism increases, think about it increasing that hair growth cycle. It's going to move that growth cycle through the stages of growth and then the dormant phase and then the falling out phase, it's going to speed that up. And if you've been hypo for a while and you haven't been optimized, you've been in just kind of a stagnant phase. So maybe that you're not passing through the falling out phase as quickly. Everything's moving really slowly. And then we add in T3 and we get that metabolism up. And now the hair that should have fallen out last month is falling out this month, as well as the hair that's falling out this month. So you're kind of getting a double whammy when we start off, you off on T3. That's entirely possible, but we're past that stage with her. So now we are pulling her Synthroid, not based on her numbers. So we're doing T3 only, not based on a high reverse T3, but based on her symptoms, looking at her as a whole person and taking into account what she is still struggling with. And if we've checked off every other box, then let's try something different. So my nurse practitioner said, let's just pull her off Synthroid, pick her off Synthroid, bump up that dose of T3 to make up for it, and let's see what happens. And why not? It's worth a try. As long as we're monitoring her, we're not jacking up her T3 too quickly. And I will let you guys know as we go along, this is relatively new. I will let you know. The last I heard from her, she noted that her hair loss 
has slowed down. So we're seeing a mini improvement, I would say, minuscule improvement, but I will keep you updated on that. So it could be the fillers, even though we had her on brand Synthroid. Some of you are even on Tearsynth, the most pure T4 there is, and you're still experiencing symptoms. It could be the T4 alone. It could be the fillers in the T4. We don't know until we try. So that's one option. Let's start with the thyroid. Let's make sure you're optimized. Get the numbers optimized. Get you on the right medication and the right dose of medication. And if something is not working, if you're noticing improvement in all other areas, except maybe your hair, then maybe we have to pull out the T4 because there's a lot of fillers in T4 in general, especially Levo, especially the generic. Maybe we have to pull that out. Maybe we have to step you up to Synthroid. Maybe we have to step you up one more to Tyrosin. Maybe we have to step you up one more level to Tyrosin Soul, which is brand new and supposedly even more pure than the actual Tyrosin. So maybe we have to play around with that. Okay. So thyroid. Set that aside. Now let's look at the downstream. So next we have to look at your ferritin levels. We have to make sure that those are optimal. I don't care if your total iron and your percent sat and your TIBC are all normal and great. If that ferritin, I am seeing so much low ferritin lately. If that ferritin is in the basement, then it doesn't really matter, does it? Because that ferritin level are important for not just thyroid function, but they're also independently important for hair. So hair quality, hair growth, um, hair strength, thickness, ability to grow. I said that you need ferritin in and of itself. I've been seeing numbers like 12, 20. We want you in the mid to slightly over mid range of ferritin. So if you're looking at your labs and every lab is going to be slightly different. Same with the thyroid labs. Some labs might be different, but if you're looking at your lab value, standard lab value range, we want you dead center or a little bit over that center line of the ferritin range. Just because it starts at 20 and you're quote unquote normal at 20 does not mean that you're normal. We want you a little bit higher. So oftentimes I will supplement with ferrochel iron. I've talked about that before. Designs for all ferrochel iron. It's easy on the stomach, does not cause constipation. Many of you are already dealing with constipation because you have hypothyroidism, does not cause constipation. And we'll get that, we'll work on that ferritin. I've talked to many patients recently who have been on iron or they're on those um, liver caps that seem to be very popular amongst the thyroid groups. Some of you, they might work well for. Some people, we just aren't seeing enough of a climb. It's a very, very slow climb with using liver caps. So sometimes just changing the brand of iron that you're using and making sure that you're taking it with vitamin C because vitamin C is important for absorption of iron. Sometimes that little change alone can make a huge difference. Now with iron, you want to be sure that you're taking it four hours away from your thyroid medication, which makes dosing a little bit hard if we're dosing your iron, let's say twice a day. Now you can take two capsules a day of the Ferrochel with vitamin C and just take it all at once. Make sure it doesn't bother your stomach. If you get some stomach irritation, GI irritation, split it up and just split it up. Do two doses of it. Simple as that. So for iron, we want to look at the ferritin. Ferritin is most important for hair. Other factors that we want to look at, 
hormones. So ladies, we want your testosterone in a really nice range. I don't like to see low testosterone. Testosterone is very important for libido, for the ability to lose weight, burn fat, keep on your lean muscle, have energy, have a little bit of type A aggression, be a driver. We don't want it too high. We don't want it too low. So ladies, I'd like you I would say at least above 40. Some women do better at 60. Some better do better at 70. Some do better at 100 with no androgenic side effects, meaning the acne, the dark hair growth on your chin. Um, some women experience that even at 60 and 70. So we have to do testosterone on an individual basis. Sometimes we'll use creams. Normally they're compounded with estradiol and progesterone to balance it out. But we want to look at your testosterone level and make absolute certain that that is optimal. But then we want to go one step further. We want to look at dihydrotestosterone. DHT is what raises in men when you see receding hairline, especially when we see an early receding hairline in men. That is DHT rising, and that's what is responsible for the hair growth or the hair receding, the hair loss around the hairline. So for women, it usually presents with a loss of hair along the hairline, a receding hairline. Now, luckily for women, we can kind of like do this and like put our hair all in front of us and, and hide that. But many times it will present there. And women will also get start to get that little bald spot on the back of your head, you know, kind of like that men get when they try to do the comb over to cover that up. Women will start to experience that if you have high DHT. So that's another marker that we want to test. And really, we want to test all your hormones because we want them to be playing nicely. We want to look at your estradiol and your progesterone and your testosterone and your DHEA and your sex hormone binding globulin and your prolactin and LH and FSH. We want to look at that whole picture and take that into account because remember, the thyroid is the master and it's going to have that trickle down effect on your hormones. We want to look at all of that. But the two most important I would look for you, look at your labs for you and for your hair loss would be the DHT and the testosterone. So there's that. Now, sometimes we'll go one step further and look at growth hormone. So are you making enough growth hormone that naturally declines as we age? Some people get spikes in it, but normally we see a gradual decline and that's important for youth. That is your anti-aging hormone. So if hair loss is contributing, if your contributing hair loss is low, HGH then that might be something that we need to address medically as well. Now, this is a little bit more, we're getting into that controversial side of treatment. It's not very common. It's very hard to find a doctor that will do it, but that is one option if yours is actually low. And that's something that we want to test and look at. Another one is cortisol. So think of how your body responds to stress. Think about and we've talked about this, but we need to do another episode on stress in the body because it's absolutely amazing when we start talking about how stress affects the body. Think about going through a stressful time. The body reacts. It freaks out. So you naturally get a rise in cortisol levels. And what will happen is the hair growth cycle will freak out and your hair will actually start to shed more. So you're going to get a rise in hair loss when you are going through a really stressful time. So think about pregnancy, ladies. When you're pregnant, your hair was all like lush and thick and growing and you were loving life. And then after you had your baby, you feel like your head just dumped out a bunch of hair. You feel like you're going bald, right? 
pregnancy is a stress. We always forget that pregnancy is a stressor on the body. We think, hey, you know, it's something natural that women go through. It's part of the life cycle, but it's a stressor on the body. Your hormones are freaking out. So we talked about all the hormones. We have to look at those. Sometimes your thyroid will drop and that will contribute. But really, it's that stress on the body, that rise in cortisol. Your blood sugar starts freaking out. Your hormones freak out. And then your hair naturally will fall out more. So high cortisol levels, if they stay high and remain high, that can be a huge issue and a contributor to hair loss. We often like to do a four-point salivary cortisol panel on you so we can look at what is your cortisol level throughout the day? What is it in the morning when you first wake up? And that's what you normally get from doctors. They'll give you a morning cortisol. Well, that's fine. That's great. But that gives you one point. We need to do that four-point salivary cortisol panel on you to see what is it doing throughout the day. It should start high and then go down. You don't want it to start high and remain high. You certainly don't want to be baseline riding the low cortisol because that means your adrenals have completely crashed. So it really is worth the investment to do a four-point salivary cortisol panel every once in a while just to check that pattern out and to make sure that you're not riding high cortisol all the time contributing to your hair loss. So that's another point that you can look at in the blood work. Other points, zinc. Zinc. Zinc is very important for your hair. Zinc is important for your immune system. Listen, especially now, we're going into cold and flu season. You want your zinc levels up. If you don't know your zinc level, have it tested. Zinc, magnesium, copper, selenium, iodine, all of these are vitally important to know if your levels are optimal. So get those tested. Throw in some vitamin A, not capsule vitamin A, but Throw in a vitamin A test, look at your vitamin D levels, check your vitamin B, check methylmalonic acid as well. Vitamin B and methylmalonic acid play into the whole iron panel because sometimes people can be B12 deficient. So we want to look at that to get that full picture. So you're kind of seeing as I'm talking, right, that there's a lot more that goes into it than just simply here, take some biotin, throw some Rogaine on your hair and take some Synthroid and call it a day. There's a lot more that goes into fixing you and fixing your hair and giving you the hair back that you once had. Now, before we go into other treatments and supplements, I want to talk about expectations. If you are one of my patients and we're working together, I will tell you that the hair is last to come back. Some patients, and there are some lucky few, there really are, will notice a difference in a month. They will, one of my patients that just wrote a review, you might've seen her, on, I posted on Facebook, I posted on Instagram, I'm posting all, all over the place, and she will actually be on Facebook Live next Monday, and I'll be interviewing her, and she will be telling you her story, but she noticed a difference within a month, and actually her hairdresser noticed a regrowth, like actual new regrowth within a month. Her hair was just thick and shiny, and her skin was glowing, so what we were doing is we were actually optimizing her thyroid by adding in that T3 that her body was starving for for so long. And we started her on whole body collagen. Okay, I'll jump in the supplements. I said I was going to wait, but I'll jump in. Whole body collagen from Designs for Health. Some of you have heard this story. Some of you haven't. I'm going to repeat it. I started, my hair started getting um, kind of straw-like. So that's another problem, right? You get the hair loss, you get the hair thinning, and then you have the hair quality. So mine became very straw-like, so frustrating. So I went out and I bought, I won't say the name, but I bought a really well-known, high-quality collagen powder. 
And I tried it. I gave it a good try. I did it for like two or three months, one scoop every morning in my coffee. I was loyal. And then that didn't work. And then I jumped to another high quality brand and I tried that for a couple of months and that didn't work. Now I have always used designs for health products. They're family owned and operated. Everything is made in the USA. Their philosophy is science first. I have always used them. And I had kind of that dumb moment, that moment where you go, um, I wonder if they make a collagen. So I look it up. Here it is. Whole body collagen. Boom. I order it. Within a month or two, I noticed a difference. My hairdresser of 25 years, God love her, noticed a difference. So a good quality collagen powder can make a world of difference. And that's what we were using on Erin, who will be on next Monday. And she noticed a difference in a month. Some of y'all are lucky. A lot of you have to have patience because sometimes it takes a while for the hair to catch up. Like I said, we start optimizing your thyroid. We add in whole body collagen. We test your hormones. We make sure your DHT isn't high. We address your low ferritin. If that's the case, we'll address your low zinc. We'll address your low magnesium, your D. We'll get your B vitamins in check. Everything will be perfect and we'll be chugging along and you'll notice that you get better in your energy. Your fatigue will go away. You'll lose weight, but that damn hair will still not quite come back to where it was. That is always the last. That is the last to come back. So I ask for patience. You kind of have to adjust your expectations slightly when we are talking about hair, hair growth, and just the strength of your hair and it coming back after we fix your thyroid. Other conventional, unconventional treatments, and this is becoming more streamlined. You don't see a lot of practitioners offering this. My nurse practitioner does. If any of you want to drive to Erie, that'd be cool. But she does PRP, which is platelet-rich plasma. So she did it to me in my face, and it's a freaking miracle. I mean, it's like my eyes are brighter. I don't know. I haven't slept that well in a couple nights, but that's a whole different story. My eyes are brighter, and they're wider. Um, absolutely works. So it's actually taking your blood, taking your own blood, spinning it, and then taking the platelet-rich plasma out of the top, leaving the red blood cells at the bottom. I may not be explaining this well, but bear with me. And then she will actually inject it along the hairline and into the hair. So what it's doing is it's actually using your own body's plasma to regenerate hair growth. And many cosmetic places are offering this service as well, um, hair treatment places. So that is an option for you and it absolutely does work. Lasers are another one. So many places are using red light therapy to stimulate hair growth. Again, this is a, all of these processes with hair, they are uh, patients needed, right? So it takes multiple treatments. It's not a hundred percent guarantee, but I would say if you are struggling, it's kind of worth maybe trying. It would definitely be worth the effort and worth trying it out to see if that is something that could work for you. Because what if it does? It could be a game changer for you. So PRP, red light therapy is another one. Um, sometimes actually taking, like we said earlier, growth hormone that can stimulate hair, but that's probably last on my list because you're going to have a really hard time finding a doctor unless it's an anti-aging clinic that would prescribe the HGH. It's just too controversial in the medical system. And doctors are risking getting their licenses taken because it's use outside of, I guess, what the standard norm is, out, you know, off-label is what I'm looking for, off-label use. So let me make sure I covered everything. So optimize the thyroid, ferritin, zinc, 
ferritol iron for your ferritin. Make sure to, going back to the iron and the ferritin, sometimes some people will need iron IV. So in some people that are really, really, really tough to get that iron up, to get that ferritin level up, we will implement the use of IV iron therapy. Um, that's another way to get that up. But it, I find that that more hits the total iron. It doesn't hit your iron stores like the ferritin. So I would go the route of the ferrochel first. And then if that still does not work, then we'll go one step further and do the IV. So that mag, zinc, uh, we talked about PRP. We talked about laser therapy, red light therapy. They do have those hats that you put on now. You know, I'm just not totally sold. I thought about getting one of those red lights even for face wrinkles. There's just not enough evidence out there for me. I mean, the reviews are meh, so, so. If any of you have had great success with one of those like laser hats that you can buy, not an in-office treatment, but kind of an at-home treatment that you stick on your head and it's supposed to stimulate hair growth, you let me know and we'll talk about it. The other thing I wanted to talk about last, last, last but not least, another cause. So I jumped. I know I jumped. I forgot to throw this in the treat in the um, causes. We went right to the treatments. Another cause is autoimmune. So alopecia. So what do we say about Hashimoto's? Autoimmune begets autoimmune. Where we see one, we see two or three. And sometimes that two or three, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, more ladies, gentlemen too. Sometimes that includes alopecia. Alopecia is autoimmune, and it's where your body is actually attacking the follicle. So just like it attacks your thyroid and thinks that it's a bad guy, these little soldiers go out and they attack the hair follicle, causing it to fall out and actually causing bald spots on the head. One of my patients, not the one coming on next week, but one of my patients said that after she started on the whole body collagen and we were working on her thyroid too, she actually noticed hair growth in those bald spots. So can you believe that in those bald spots, she saw regrowth. I have another patient from years ago, years, years, years ago. She was completely bald from alopecia, totally bald. And when she came back to see me within, well, not only did she lose a hundred pounds, but when she came back to see me, actually saw her in person, probably at the six month mark, she had these fine wispy hairs. And what that tells us, I mean, does that mean that she doesn't have to wear a wig? No, to her comfort level. But what that tells us is that we are, keeping the soldiers at bay, we're calming down her autoimmune flares to where they're not attacking the hair follicle and the hair can actually start to grow. So even that that fine wispy hair that we see growing back is such a great sign that the body is responding. Now, let's not forget about the use of black cumin seed oil to bring down antibodies in Hashimoto's and HCC, which there is another episode. We'll link to that in the show notes. HCC, which is immune intelligence. So it downregulates autoimmune attacks, it downregulates autoimmunity, and it upregulates your normal immunity to kill off things like cancer cells. So when we downregulate autoimmunity, we keep those soldiers at bay. So they're not going out, they're not attacking your thyroid, they're not attacking your hair follicles. HCC has over 30 years of research on it, has been absolutely proven to, to help with HPV virus. We are starting to see signs of it absolutely helping with Hashimoto's. It helps all around with cancer treatment, cancer prevention. I highly recommend there is, she calls it the HTC Bible. So Mimi Lindquist, who is on the podcast that we will link to in the show notes, listen to that. And she always talks, she she talks about my habit. It's over my bag. I'm not going to grab it right now. I have it is the HTC Bible. You can find it on Amazon. It is, it has a ton of 
case studies on the use of HCC and it actually, can we say it, preventing and, and eradicating cancer and a ton of studies on HPV and autoimmune. So that's another option that you can go. Black cumin seed oil, fantastic, absolutely proven, tied into Hashimoto's to lower those antibodies. So sometimes just doing these little simple things, well, I gave you a pretty big list, right? There's a lot to test. There's a lot you have to do. I recommend working with somebody. So feel free to reach out. I would love to work with you to get your hair back. It all starts at the top. It starts with the thyroid. We trickle down. We look at nutrient status. We look at iron status. We look at everything else. We check your hormones. Maybe we try PRP. Maybe we try red red light therapy. Um, after all else has failed, maybe we do it all. If you're open to it all, we do it all. We definitely add in the whole body collagen. Don't bother with biotin. The studies are out that it's not that much of a winner. And you have to take it out when you get your thyroid labs done, because it'll mess up your thyroid numbers. So just FYI, you're wasting your money on the biotin. Listen, if it's in your B complex, B supreme, that's fine. Leave it there. Just make sure you stop taking it before you go get your labs done at least two to five days beforehand. But don't be buying the biosil and taking the biotin. No, you're just wasting your money on that. The other thing, the last, 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 I promise, detoxification pathways. Is your liver detoxing? If your liver is not detoxing, it's going to jack up your hormones. So again, Catherine and I, my nurse practitioner, we were talking and we're talking about men's high estrogen and low testosterone. And what about their liver? And it, running into things like xenoestrogens that raise your estrogen level. Uh, we talked about the use of lavender oil and how that raises estrogen. We talked, her and I talked about the use of smoking marijuana will raise your estrogen level, men and women. So sometimes that's going to put that, that seesaw balance of estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, just completely out of whack. It's going to throw it completely out of whack. So sometimes you have to look at what other factors are coming into play in your environment. Is your liver detoxing properly? Maybe we do a, a total liver detox. We look at heavy metals and make sure the heavy metals aren't coming into play as well. Putting a burden, going back to stress, right? Stress and cortisol, putting a burden on the body to stop the hair from being its best self, to either make it fall out faster or just not allow nutrients to get there. Nutrients actually have to get to your hair follicle as well. So not only do we have to test all those nutrients and make sure they're optimal, but to make sure that it's actually getting to the hair cell. Thank you so much for listening to the Thyroid Fix podcast. As always, please share this with anyone that you know that needs this information. And I guarantee you there's a lot of people out there and in your life who do. If you would please take a moment to write a review on Apple Podcasts, that would be much appreciated. Also, please remember that anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat. So you always want to check with your doctor about any advice given that you hear on this podcast. And if you would like to book a discovery call, a free discovery call to go over everything that's going on with you and to go over how I can help you, please go to my website at amyhorneman.com. The link is always in the show notes and click on book a call. Choose a time and a day that's right for you and we will see how we can help you. Thanks for listening.